0: Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's food editor, Stephanie March, and local foodie from Stephanie's Dish, Stephanie Hansen, no food. It's all about food, fun, food, frivolity, and food. Talking about everything happening at the Minnesota State Fair, it's podcast on a stick. Here's the Stephanie's. Everybody, welcome to day three of the Minnesota State Fair. Podcast on a Stick is, uh, is excited to be here. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen and we are bringing you everything that
1: we know and love about the State Fair every day mm-hmm. on this podcast. We are outside Lulu's Public House. Thanks to Lulu's, they are the sponsor of the podcast today. We really appreciate their partnership with us. You can come over and try any of their new State Fair foods. Yes, they have the breakfast walking taco, which is a uh, taco in a bag with
0: eggs and chorizo and cheese and it's just delicious they also have a warm
1: cheesecake tart which is kind of a different way of serving cheesecake and it's delicious and we heard about that on the podcast yesterday but they're located in the west end market here at the fair next to the shells amphitheater amazing food huge selection of specialty beers and of course the only rooftop patio at the fair
0: here's another thing just so that we're clear they're next to the shells amphitheater stage right which is just this great little addition there's a lot of live shows here for free i love the fact that they are also they also partner with shells right so lulu's does uh, they have a little tiny corner at the very back if you're waiting in line for some of the beers at the front i here's a secret tip come all the way to the back of it and there's a great little tiny bar that serves the shells sour beers the star people don't know that i know they keep looking for them up there but really they're all the way at the back so don't stand in line if you're going for shells dark color at lulu's come to the back
1: and along the side of the lulu's building and in the back there's some great restrooms there's an atm that's kind of a secret atm stephanie yeah. Right behind the Lulu's. Because you're always looking for the ATMs, right? Yeah, and there's a big new restrooms back here that are clean and great. So. And foci Glass, which is in Northeast, has behind their booth, which is next to Lulu's, in the back, they have a whole area where you can watch live glass blowing demonstrations. it is so my jam. I cannot wait till
0: now that I have time to enjoy the fair on my own as far as just like... Just because you don't cause have to
1: nonstop eat. It's
0: 12 days, <laughs> but it's 12 days of of like running and doing and doing and doing and some days like and maybe that'll be my monday or tuesday where i get to just kind of walk my own path and maybe i ditch you and just do it by <laughs> myself cuz i'll be sick of you at that point but you then will. you know it's just kind of that quiet thing of being able to do what you want to do at the fair. And a lot of people come with like their family. I've known I've met a lot of people who are like, "Well, I'm giving our family broke up for an hour and we're going to meet back at corn roast at 2 or and so that everyone can get in their own state fair experience."
1: Uh so Stephanie, we like to talk about fair shirts. Have you seen any good fair shirts today? I think my
0: favorite shirt so far has been,
1: I put ketchup on my ketchup,
0: <laughs> which I think is such a great bad statement. <laughs> uh,
1: I saw one just this morning. It was a guy and his wife walking, and he had his arm around her, and it said, I'm sick of being my, w- fair, my, my wife's arm candy. Yes. <laughs> which I, I
0: thought, thought that was that really was cute. cute. It was very sweet. No, oh. there's a lot of great shirts. In fact, my favorite one yesterday was actually... Star-Lord coffee. It looked like a Starbucks, but it was Star-Lord from Marvel's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Nerds unite. Yeah. That's basically
1: it for me. Okay. I was like so lost in that I one. know, I know. I was almost going to not say it, but then I it's said okay. it. It's okay. It's okay. And today you're wearing your famous corn dog, butterhead, stunt beer, giant slide, gizmos, and corn roasts Yeah. at Minnesota State Fair shirt. Right. Today right. is actually 4-H day. Yes. There are a lot of great 4-H stories here today. Let's um, talk
0: about for a second the fact that honestly most of us don't remember or realize that the state fair, I mean like it's hard to think of it now as something other than food and entertainment and everything else but really this is the state fair where they come people and kids and 4-Hers come to bring to judge their animals that they've raised, to judge their crops, to do all sorts of stuff.
1: They are gonna be having lots of fun things happening today. There's the Blue Ribbon Livestock Auction, which happens at 545, and this is where the animals that are raised by the 4-Hers go up for auction. It's fast-paced, there's auctioneers auctioning off lambs, goats, hogs, and steers, and Governor Wallace is gonna be there, so that's pretty cool. That's awesome. And then you have the 4-H Share the Fun Showcase. This is the on the second floor of the Eco Experience, or excuse me, on the second floor of the Erickson Stage. There is where the 4-Hers do their variety show every year. Yeah. So cute. I'm hoping that we'll get a chance during the week to talk to some oh, of those 4-Hers. this is 4-H'ers. the variety show. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: Because there's also the musical. We've talked about that, that the 4-H kids come together and they perform a musical every day at the fair. There's, like, shows at, like, 2.30,
1: 5.30, 7.30, I think. And you can just – and they only come together and do it for these 12 days. That's kind of fun. If you also are into the dog agility demonstrations, there's some good ones today. They'll be out at 1 and 3 and 5 in the Pet Pavilion, which is the brand new outdoor area that they really worked on a couple of years back. And 4-Hers will be demonstrating dog agility and showcasing their dogs in an obstacle course. That's fun. Here's a thing
0: that maybe you don't know. I'm gonna see. Do you know that they there is a poultry princess and prince, a prince of poultry and a princess of poultry that's that is uh, crowned every year?
1: Uh, no, Stephanie, I did not know so that. So the kids who are raising chickens, okay, right? They base- which can I just? I mean, like I don't mean <laughs> to disparage chickens. Well, and you I know shouldn't. chickens are beautiful, and I love eggs. And you know Martha Stewart had her whole weird. Where are you gonna take chickens down? Well, like in terms of just animal, like loving up animals, chickens are kind of the last on the list, aren't they? You Wait, can't are really you saying, snuggle them. So, are you saying that you that you
0: think that people should raise livestock for food and ha- be snuggleable?
1: Like, do you Probably. really want that as a metric? Oh, I think I know. you're wrong on this. The four age kids get really These attached to their pets, animals. Though. I know, I know. They're but you raising see them a, this in is the barn, snuggling urban, their cows.
0: This is an <laughs> urban human. I'm not saying they don't uh, love their animals. I'm just yeah. saying if you're gonna be a kid who is raising, who also lives on a farm, so they're around animals all the time. Instead of us, the urban weirdos who walk in and go, "Oh my god, Pets. can I pet your cow?" and they're like, "Yeah." Anyway, um, but the back to the, the prince and princess of poultry, they have to compete over the entire length of the fair in these different competitions, you know. And it may be like they have to, you know, they do a show with the chickens. They have to, they have to demonstrate or give a seminar about their chicken. But then today they have, they have a, they have a cooking chicken. Demonstration. They have to barbecue, grill. I'm not saying they they killed their chicken and <laughs> grill it, but to become a pr- prince or princess of poultry, you have to sort of you have to show your deftness on a bunch of different ways. So they have all these events that lead up to a crowning of the prince and princess, which I love. Okay, so that's amazing. You today, I believe, outside of the Coliseum, there will be a cooking contest, a barbecue grilled chicken contest, and they're going to be judged on like their recipes which is very cool
1: yeah it is cool i actually was watching one of the 4-h kids be interviewed so there's a lot that goes into being a 4-h kid it's it's raising your animal but it's also being a good human being a good steward of the earth he was being interviewed about um leadership actually so that was pretty interesting to watch
0: um the thing that i have learned after talking to a lot of farmers uh in the in the metro area or outside the metro area really but um, is uh, cause I was asking them, I was down on a dairy farm and I was talking to, uh, the, you know, they, who they own. And I said, do you guys, do your kids want to be farmers? Do they want to go to the state fair? And they said, yeah, they want to come to the state fair. They want to share their stories. They want people in the cities to understand what it is that they do. Yeah. And I think that's the th- thing that we as city folk who are jamming our faces with corn dogs I mean this is our opportunity. This is a moment that you have to be able to walk through the barns and really understand that there are there's an entire world of farming outside of our twin cities.
1: That fuels our state's economy, by the way. Okay, since you seem to be the expert on <laughs> farming and 4 H, I'm gonna give you a question. It's a okay. trivia question. Oh,
0: are you gonna make me like a show that
1: I don't actually know very much? No, no, no. Kay. Okay. What color are the sweepstakes or grand champion best of show ribbons? Blue? I mean, are we talking about blue ribbons? No, they're purple. Oh. They're actually purple. And I saw a purple ribbon the other day in one of the booths, and I was asking, and they were like, oh, yeah, this is the grand That's champion. That's the grand champion. The granddaddy of them all. Okay, just one more weird question that you're not going to know, but okay. I'm going to quiz you. All right. What? Which largest boar was the largest oh. of them all? Oh, I won't know that, but let's call, let's call that like one how many pounds. Michael. Okay, his name was Reggie. <laughs> Reggie the boar. <bore. laughs> There might have been a husband mm-hmm. reference, but, oh, you know. What? nobody oh, knows. There nobody go. knows. There went by. Okay. How bye much guys. do you think Reggie, a.k.a. Michael, weighed?
0: I think he weighed 2,000
1: pounds. Close. 1,450 pounds. Wow. I mean, that's just a lot of boar. Whoa. Yeah. It's a so lot. So much boar. It's a lot. Think of all the pork chops. Yum. Damn.
0: <laughs> Honestly, that's – okay, so just on the so, – because, you know, the new blue – The Blue Ox Burger Bar over by the Coliseum is funny because you're right next to the miracle of birth and then you're right. Like if you're sitting there eating your burger. You got the circle of life happening right before you. Yeah, because the Coliseum, there's always stuff coming out of there like animals walking down the street and stuff.
1: It's kind of funny. You okay. Know? Speaking of burgers, we did our state fair story at the Midway Men's Club, and we've got that for you right now. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen and you are listening to Podcast on a Stick. I'm here with... Stephanie March. And, and we are also here with Steve Gorman. Hi, Steve. Hi there. How are you today? I'm good. We are here at the Midway Men's Club, and I wanted to talk with Steve because the Midway Men's Club does something kind of unique here. Steve, what does Midway Men's Club do, and why are you at the state fair?
2: We've been here since 1960. And our whole main objective here, we donate a lot of our money back to youth activities. Um, We have a number of organizations that we, we donate to that we donate every year to that are on our list that we donate. And also we have outside organizations that come to us all the time for money once or twice a year, and we donate to them also.
1: Is this the only way that you generate funds for the Midway Men's Club? It's the
2: only way right here.
1: Just 12 days. You have a 12-day giant drive. It's a fundraising drive.
2: A fundraising drive basically is what it is. Yeah, (laughs) for 12 days at the Minnesota State Fair.
1: And here's the interesting thing about the Midway Men's Club. Besides that they have the good $6 burger. Oh, they have a $2 dollar and 50 cent
0: hamburger which is unheard of but I'm, it's two dollars and 50 cents The regular hamburger if you go double cheeseburger which is steve is the way that i go yep. is double cheeseburger for four dollars and 50 cents it's ridiculous it's and then they have a four dollar tab of grain belt? come on so for 10 bucks a burger and a
1: beer yes Give okay because i was here yesterday i come every year at the fair so i don't know why i don't pay attention to the oh prices oh my god this is always my stop after our show and it is a great place to get cheap beer too a five dollar summit yep, yep. not yeah. bad Okay, so how did you get involved, or why do you guys do this every year well, at the fair?
2: Most of us that work here, are original workers, we grew up in the Midway area, and as kids, we benefited from this. So as you get older, you want to contribute back for what sure. was given to you. You
0: pay it forward.
2: Yep. Now I don't know if you're familiar with Joe Mauer. He played oh, for the yes. Minnesota Twins. If you look at Who? some er- Joe Mauer, if you look at some earlier pictures of him, because he grew up in the Midway area too, he's got Midway Men's Club <laughs> shirts on as he's playing baseball as a child.
1: Yeah, and then he went on to play and for Creighton, Durham, m- and then m- the, 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 Minnesota the Minnesota Twins. Twins, Twins, yep. So tell me where you grew up in St. Paul.
2: I grew up near a playground called Greg's Playground on Hubbard Avenue. And that's one of the main playgrounds that they've sponsored for years. And um, they they pay for all the entry fees for the kids so they can play baseball and football and hockey. Because hockey was always a big sport in our neighborhood growing up. Sure, and it's expensive. It's very expensive. And the money that generated here goes back, that's what it's donated to.
1: So if I just look at the banner behind you. I was going to say, there's a banner behind.
0: If you get to the stand, you see it always. It says cold beer up front, and that is the big thing that draws people in, I think. And then you realize, if you come to the back, there's a little sitting area, but there's a banner that describes exactly how many places and things you guys help. It's kind of crazy.
1: It's the Highland Groveland Rec Association. It's the East Twins Babe Ruth Team. It's the St. Paul Governors Football Club, St. Paul Blades and Riveters and then the scouting programs as well as just Neighborhood Goodwill. So you guys are all staffed by volunteers. How hard is it to find volunteers in this day and age?
2: It's getting harder and harder all the time because, like I said, the club's been around since 1960, so a lot of our original members are getting up there and they don't want to work anymore, and I don't blame them. them It's hard work. It's hard work. Uh, It's very hard work. In fact, we've had uh, four members retire this year. We're doing it for 46 years straight. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. So if some of the young folk want to get involved, in the Midway men's club what do they need to do to volunteer
2: they can either come here to the stand during an fair we keep information here we can give them also we have a meeting Every third Wednesday of the month at St. Columbus School on Blair and Hamlin Avenue in St. Paul, they're more than welcome to come to the meeting and sit in on a meeting and see what the club is about. And if they feel like they want to join up, they yeah. can join up at the meeting.
1: So, if you're at the fair and you're volunteering, what is your shift like? Like, when do you start? How long is a shift?
2: We're we required, everybody that volunteers is required to work only one shift during okay. the fair. And the shifts are on uh, from 8 to 4 during the day. And then Florida close at night.
1: Sure, sure, sure. And people are serving, they're cooking, they're pouring beers. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's a hard job, per se, but just fun. Just have you, fun. Do you ever, have you ever thought of, like, raising prices to meet what some of the other people
0: are doing? We
2: do every once in a while, yeah. but we still, because we like to keep our prices reasonable for yeah. everybody.
0: I think that's a niche, too. Yeah, like, you get is. a lot of people who come more often because they can. Mm-hmm. So you're probably making the same amount, you know, if you were to raise them. Because mm-hmm. you'd lose some people. And yes. can we, stuff. can
1: we talk about the flat? The griddle, wow. Can. That's a seasoned griddle. Yeah, I'm
0: saying it. Well, I, these burgers are like, they're, it's that perfect sort of squish burger, you know what I mean?
1: To, is, is there any pressure to change it or anything? No. Oh, thank you, Steve, from Midway Men's Club. We kind of ran out of battery yeah, at the end there. Yeah, that was a little bit of a... Abrupt ending. You know ending. what that was? That was like live but recorded live. That's right. <laughs> a very abrupt ending because yeah. we are live recording it out at the State Fair, but I ran out of batteries and had to change them, so there's But you that. know
0: what? We got the point across. Here's the deal. It's a great organization, the State Fair. There are so many great organizations out here who take these 12 days to fundraise yeah and, and really and honestly I, what i love is that they haven't raised their prices but they know that they want to keep it affordable but they want to raise money and they're all volunteers i just i can't i could eat a bunch of those burgers and we did we and had we a did. double cheese a double cheese with pickles and fried onions is my bag and it's four dollars and fifty cents yeah that is if you have a fiver left that's what you should go
1: get totally like that if you or find the that. shrimp fritters Yes. Because you can get three, three shrimp and grit fritters for 5 bucks. Yeah, it's a good deal. All right, so it's time for our top two. What are your, like, top thing today and your top thing tomorrow? Okay,
0: my top thing today is going to be, <laughs> this is a crazy thing that I just found out, again, because if you go to mspmag.com slash fair, you can find all the tips and things you were looking for as far as what what's happening. And one of the things that I was researching and found out is there is a string cheese art competition. <laughs>
1: Okay, (laughs) We already identified, too, that there's a cheese coupon in the Blue Ribbon book. You get a wedge of sharp cheddar.
0: Yeah. Uh, But let me just tell you that there is a – it's basically the king and queen of string cheese art. And you show up at 4 o'clock, and they give you string cheese – and you have to make art out of it, and you can win prizes and money.
1: I think we should totally do it.
0: I know. I feel like <laughs> I have a calling on this one. So that was my one for today. That is a four H. That is a four H show, and I thought that that was a good idea. The other thing today I want you to know about is that there's the homebrew competition. is a fierce competition, and that is happening today. They're judging the final judging of all 34 categories. 34 categories of homebrewing happening at the State Fair. That is over in the Agahort Building. We're gonna find out who the blue ribbon winners are because, quite honestly we have had many tap rooms evolve out of the state fair homebrew competition absolutely so that's kind of a cool thing you could be whoever could win today could be one of those uh could be at the tap room down the road from you in the future that's
1: right that's right okay i am speaking of tap rooms i'm excited to go to the frontier saloon today and i'm gonna have the orange beer the uh, the okay there's two there's that's the hard part andy's girl right next door has the orange push-up I'm not having that. Okay,
0: so then you're having the Summer Lovin's. Yes. It's called Summer Lovin. It comes with a little orange slice on the rim.
1: Yes, that's what I'm going to try today. That's my one thing I'm excited about. And then tomorrow I'm going to spend a little bit of time in the grandstand because, let's just face it, there's a lot of shopping to be had there. There's a whole lot of shopping to do there. A lot of Minnesota makers. I have a Minnesota Makers podcast, so I'll get some new story ideas and meet some new people Uh, Great shopping at the Grandstand. Great shopping in West End, International Bazaar. There's just lots of shopping this year. Yeah, I know. It is true. Okay, let's talk about the two new
0: foods that you and I tried yesterday, which were like not new foods, but new to us foods. Yes. Classics that we are experiencing for the first time.
1: I had the Ufta taco and it's a fry bread which was it's really delicious they have a lot of fry bread in utah it originated apparently on some of the reservations and so fry bread and then taco fixings on the top it was awesome yeah it's a it's kind of a and they also call
0: it a puffy taco in other places they call it sort of like because it's fried the Oof-da taco. yeah so it's kind of fun i, think I liked it i had that when it was a new food that's one of those ones that i haven't gone back to but I really kind of want to.
1: There's a coupon for it in your Blue Ribbon Fair book, so you got that going for you. Okay, so my
0: my food try of uh, yesterday was the Holy Land's Euro on a Stick. Yum. And this was basically a block of meat on a stick. Yum. Hello. And I just keep saying yum. I am here for the block of meat on a stick, and they gave me a Holy Land tzatziki dipping sauce container with it.
1: That's fantastic. I
0: am jamming on that. It was 6 bucks, and here's the deal with the Blue Ribbon book. Four bucks. Okay. Four dollars for a, a giant meat stick. <laughs> I mean, I and also Euro meat. Not just any meat, but really good Euro meat.
1: Stephanie is working her way through oh. the Blue Ribbon book, so yes. we'll have updates as we go throughout the course of the podcast. Too true, too true. All right, I think it's time to wrap up this edition of the State Fair Podcast. <laughs> it's been fun. Have your best State Fair day ever.